Scott. Mike just logged in, Chris. I ah. knew it. I knew it. I knew he'd be <laughs> on here. Is. Way to go, Mike Coolen. See, you should have been here. I got the F-105 here, and guess what? Maybe we'll go fly it this afternoon. <laughs> nah. Uh. <laughs> and he's gone. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. RC After Hours back in the studio. Thank you, everybody, for uh, letting me know to hit record <laughs> for the podcast. I appreciate it. I did hit record. Hopefully, we are recording. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, Facebook Live is up. The show is going. We're excited to be here. This is three in a row, you jerkies. Three in a row. So, we're here to have some fun. We don't know what we're going to talk about, but... Who knows? We'll find something, I'm sure. Uh, but we're back, and we're excited. So, without are further... We, are we excited? Well, I'm starting to. <laughs> the, the, the coffee is kicking in, uh, so we're uh, we're starting to get there anyway. Um, so, without further ado, who is joining us today? In studio, we have our good friends of the show and our flying buddies, Pat and Scott. Good morning. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. Awesome. That's right. Good. Sunny outside. Yeah, nice. actually pretty nice out, huh? Yeah. Um, and as always, our crazy Canadian up there with probably still snow piles on the ground, Andre Russo. It's still winter in Ottawa. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, you know, it, it spring is supposed to be here, and it isn't showed any signs whatsoever really yet, but uh, hopefully soon. Um we got to go through some sponsors here real quick, and then we'll jump into the show and see what we want to talk about. Uh, first of all, all you Patreon people out there that support us, thank you very much. You're really helping out. Um, if you're new to the show or, or don't know what's going on or anything, the Patreon people really help us out. It's very easy and convenient. Go to patreon.com slash rcafterhours, and anything helps. And I tell everybody how many times you have a dollar's change laying around in, in your couch cushions or in your car. You know, it's a dollar a month is it that would help us out. Um, we, right now, if you are a Patreon person or I don't know what you call them, Patreons, we have a poll going up right now, so check your feed. We are interested in your feedback on what should be our next plane 
to review. Or it doesn't have to be a plane. could be a quad, I guess, too. Uh, so if you are a donator to us on Patreon, go check it out. Let us know what you like. We're still working on some kind of giveaway. We're not really sure what we're going to do yet, but we definitely want to do some kind of giveaway for you Patreons, and we'll see what we can come up with. So again, that always helps us out. Even a dollar a month um, really, really helps. Uh, second of all, get FPV. If you've listened to the last few shows, getfpv.com has come on board and has really helped us out, and they're going to be here for the next few months. Um, great company. Have you guys ever ordered anything from Get or anything? Yeah, I bought some. <clears throat> oh, what did I buy there? It was quick shipping, though. I'll tell you what. It is like, very it, quick. It, it came to me quick. It, it might have been like some just some small things like prompts or something mm-hmm. like that. But, yeah, I was looking at their batteries. Their batteries are really nice. Yeah. Yeah, so go check out getfpv.com. They're really helping us out. Um, again, like you said, their Luminaire batteries are fantastic. I got a bunch of them yeah. for all my little quads. They're they're competitively priced, and they're right. really good quality. Um, I think I, there was – I tried getting a, a set of batteries the one time. It, it was just – it was those small ones that I was, like, looking for a certain size, mm-hmm. and they were kind of sold out everywhere. So I had to I'd go off of eBay or something like mm-hmm. that. But I was – I, w- I wish they were in, but I think they're in now. But yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Right. Um, the thing with Git, like you said, very quick shipping. The other thing I, I keep wanting to point out is we get a lot of email and questions about FPV equipment and everything. So they have a fantastic website called uh, just go to get get.com slash learned. And they have a list on there of Everything you can imagine that has to do with quad related or FPV and explains everything. So if you're, you know, newer to the FPV or the quad stuff and you're not really sure and, you know, what it's like trying to get on a forum and there's 9 million different, you know, answers to your questions. If you just go there to getfpv.com slash learn, it's very simplified, easy, breaks it down and, you know, then all you have to do is figure out what you want, go to their website, and then order it. It's That's very awesome. simple. Yeah, I have that one arrow I need to still put together, and that one's going to be FPV, so I'm definitely going to get some cameras or stuff from them. So get FPV.com. They are fantastic. Sean, Mike, Jeff, and Roy down there. Um, also, I want to point out real quick, we'll get through this and then get going. Um, you guys are really helping out with the code. It is working way better than I expected, but if anybody doesn't know about it, uh, if you go to getfpv.com and you spend 120 bucks, which is very easy to do in any kind of quad related or <laughs> FPV related, it's very easy. If you put in the code after hours 2018, you get 10% off. And you guys have been doing phenomenal with the code. It's working very well, and I think it's pretty happy with it. So just help support us and them and go to get FPV for any of your drone or FPV needs. They have it. So there you go, getfpv.com. Um, on a kind of a funny note, Andre, we, we talked here, I don't know, a week or so ago. We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of RC After crazy, Hours. Man. Now, Isn't that nuts? If anybody, again, doesn't know or you're not a hardcore listener, we've been actually podcasting for, I don't even know, what's it been, Andre, three years, maybe four years? I don't, I don't even 20, know. I think 2013 was the first time you guys started, and... Uh, yeah, because so, so, I was listening to you when, when I got into the hobby. Right. joined, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I've been at it for a while, and, you know, you can go back to the uh, old 
FT after hours and the shows are still up if you, you know, and I actually have, you know, I've been thinking, I actually have all the old shows. I have them in the computer and I've been on the fence of like maybe loading them up on, on the, the new site and just, just so people could go back. And I, I listened to a couple earlier ones, like way back in the day, Andre, and it was like, Oh, they were tough to listen to. Like, oh man, I was. It's it's the same thing as a as a professional video editor. They always said, you know, if you go back and look at your old products and mm-hmm. go and you cringe, yeah, you know, you've been making that gradual <sighs> evolution, you know. So, I mean, yeah. it, it is a, a process, and I've learned a lot over the last few years. But holy cow, I was try- I, I couldn't do it. But again, you know, it's it's just the process. But anyway. Uh, the funny thing was, is I have, if anybody can see if you're on Facebook, this notebook here is almost completely full. And this started at day one. These are just just notes throughout throughout the years. Of RC? Of, of or- all RC and our shows. Wow. Okay, from day one when we started. So this is actually day one, you know. Um, but That's it was awesome. funny. I was going through a little bit, reading reading some stuff. And Andre, I found something. I thought I read it, and I I laughed out loud. And again, the hardcore listeners will get this, and I'm going to read some of this because I think it's really funny. But this was kind of back before Andre really even joined the show, and he he would we'd try to call him or he'd call in a little bit. And and but what was funny was I come up with a list about Andre here, and I'm going to read the list from <laughs> like. <laughs> do, do you remember this list, Andre, that we read on the air? Oh, I probably do. Okay, well, as soon as I start, you, you'll, uh, I'm sure the yeah. memory would be popping. But this is Andre, like a couple years ago when he, we, he was just starting to follow the show, and he'd call in every now and then, and he blew us off uh, quite a few times, and we had to have Fred Provost come on because Andre wouldn't answer the phone. So this is what we come up with. Now, again, remember this was a couple years ago. First thing, Andre, innovator of the Friday night update. The man who blows up my Instagram feed. The man who sometimes answers his phone. The man who blew us off the last two weekends and we had to have Fred come on the show. The man who is stressing out over two days whether to buy a 40C or a 60C battery. I don't think that's changed, Andre. No. no. Now, the the rest of these are kind of funny because things have really changed since then. The guy who should own stock in Hobby King. Scratch build extraordinaire. That has really changed over the last couple years. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And the originator of the large floppy H quad. If anybody's ever seen this thing, Mike just was rolling on the floor trying to uh, watch the video of that thing fly. But I just thought that was kind of funny that, you know, that was actually two years ago, you know. That's only two years ago? That's got to be longer than that. Well, maybe three. I'm trying to think how long have you been here? Have you been here three years? So we would have met at uh, July 2014, and I think it was 2015 we made it official. Okay. So, yeah, it's so, only been – well, no. So July this year will be three years on the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so. Yeah. Holy moly! Yes. Uh, in, in my defense, I was probably scratch building when the boys were trying to call me. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, anyway, different. um, what? Jumping ahead here a little bit, the Weak Signals Toledo show is coming up, which we'll probably go up to for a day, check some stuff out. I hope it's a little bit better than it was last year because it was pretty slim pickings. 
yeah, I remember that. We, obviously, we know Horizon's going to be up there. Um, but, you know, that's our one time where we kind of get to see some of this new stuff, mm-hmm. see what's out there. Get, what, what day did you guys go up last year? Usually Saturday. Saturday? We usually yeah. go up Saturday, hang out, you know, do a thing, go out yeah, to Yeah, we eat. went last year. We went on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And figuring, you know, well, everything, they're going to be set up, you know, and everything mm-hmm. like that. And it seemed like Saturday is the day to go. They're not yeah. quite ready, oh, really? you know, for everything. Yeah, it's it about seemed, 60% maybe right. set up. Like yeah. a lot of the tables were empty. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah it was the swap meet area. It yeah. was really surprising. Yeah. Hmm. And this was end of day Friday, too. We, um, yeah. So we did get in the show part for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was that. <laughs> but then we had crying toddlers and stuff. Not helping. <laughs> like, just screaming bloody murder on the way out. That's all I remember. Oh, like, my gosh. That's funny. Anyway, <laughs> what I was getting to, though, is is spring's rolling around. A lot of these companies have started to, you know, Horizon's got a ton of new stuff coming out. Hopefully, you know, we get to see some of that. Um, you know, Hobby King's now getting a ton yeah. of stuff coming out. We've talk, obviously talked to Motion, and we have the F-105 here that we're going to talk about here in a little bit because Mike is going to be so jealous. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised we haven't seen him pop up on Facebook yet. Um, <laughs> but w- what I like to ask you guys every spring or whatever, you know, we're getting through winter and everything, uh, what's kind of maybe been on your radar as you've seen a lot of these new products come up and they're coming out and you're like, wow, I got my eye on this. I might have my eye on this, oh. but I, I, maybe, you know, until I see it in person at the show, of course, we That's already know, you know, Pat, you have the 105, which we're going to talk about a little bit yep. later. Um, uh, Scott, you were kind of getting into the quad stuff a little bit there for a while. So I'm just curious to what, you know, what's on the radar coming in the spring. Well, I took a, a big winter siesta. I really haven't done anything i think we all did (laughs) not Not as much as i wanted to like i wanted to fly (laughs) on snow like i wanted to do this and that and the other thing and it just did not happen yep but um this 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 winter was a long haul i found too yeah well that grand tundra though that the the pictures you have on the snow i was like oh man (laughs) i kind of wish there was some snow around here now you know so i could do my my normal tundra but no, I was actually I was gonna wait till the Toledo show to, to see what's new. I really ha- haven't even gone to, the, and that's probably part of my problem. I haven't gone to the sites and seen, mm-hmm. you know, what's fairly new and what's coming out, and and to get me excited again. So I've been kind of you know away from RC a little bit, but I have flown my indoor the little tiny um oh uh, that quad oh the inductor the inductrix yeah 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 Yeah, so i have been doing that a little bit and that's a blast oh during the winter oh i know that's so much fun right because you know i'm trying to think like the grand tundra what else is coming out here from hobby king the the tomahawk i I am waiting for the version to efx i oh yeah curious yes very curious about yeah because you pretty much have an airframe from the first one yeah so it'll be a matter of you know, do you just upgrade what you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still, I yeah, still, those takeoffs were sketchy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> On the original, that was that was half of what went wrong. I, I really hope that one thing I'm really really hopeful for on that version mm-hmm. too if it makes the same sound in the air mm-hmm. when you're buzzing mm-hmm. like at high speed yeah. mm-hmm. it just makes that echo oh, that insane, nice yeah. speed and and Andre you said the uh, the other EFX doesn't quite do that right. Nope. Yeah, didn't it have that howl. Yeah, the howl is what I oh, I so enjoy that. So I'm really, really hopeful. Version two, like uh, that might you know, be my next point. <laughs> when huh. all the guys land, I just listen to that thing scream for three minutes. You know, it's like, yep, yep, 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know I've got the two of them sitting up there, and I'm waiting on some nice weather because of landing, as I learned, hard the hard way. Um, landing that thing on the ice and snow is Oof. just it does oh. more damage than, than than really is needed. So V two shall be very interesting. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I was talking to Scott. I need to wreck some stuff. I think to make up for that. <laughs> I've got too many planes now, yeah. <laughs> and they're like tripping all over each other. So I'm like, oh my little Mustang, I should probably get crazy with that. Try and do some, you know, low inverted, and, you know, my Corsair even. Uh huh. Just kind of because then I could even part out the receivers and do some other stuff with those. But I me mean, just coming in here and being like, I don't need a BF 109, and I'm looking at him, I'm like, oh, that looks pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that looks pretty awesome. Yeah, like I do like the camo better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you guys have talked about it. Yeah, but, yeah. But I think the yellow nose would be a lot easier to track. I yeah. feel like because mm-hmm. a camo, I'm thinking like a lot in the tree line, like it would just oh, kind of yeah. blend in, yeah, you know, yeah. especially yeah. a little bit further away. Mm-hmm. But and then of course, you know, there's there's other EDFs too. This summer. yes, right, big EDFs. Yeah, that's, yeah. I see, that's, that's a monster. Now, <laughs> one thing I wanted to ask you to that really kind of surprised me was. Scott, Mike just logged in, Chris. I knew uh, it. I knew it. I knew he'd be on he here. Is. Way to go, Mike Coolen. See, you should have been here. I got the F one hundred and five here, and guess what? Maybe we'll go fly it this afternoon. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and he's gone. And no, he's, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, anyway, what really surprised me is Scott. You know, you got the EFX racer, and you were you were still fairly kind of new to the hobby a yeah. little bit and i was i've told you a hundred times i can't believe you bought that thing like you know what are you nuts anyway you you do a fantastic job flying it but what surprised me was i would have thought you would have been all over these jets before pat did i just haven't i haven't gotten there i i don't i mean i that's that was my first plane. Like, if this was in the hobby store, yeah. if this was in the hobby store uh, when I first got went there, yeah. for that price point, I wouldn't care if I hadn't flown anything. For $100, what, what that price is, yeah. that would have been bought. my first plane. Oh, man. Like, guaranteed. And the guy would say, oh, no, you've you you never don't. flown before. No, you want to start with this high-wing trainer. Yes. Nope. I want this. <laughs> I want to go fast. I, I will get one. Being into the hobby a little bit more, though, the the thing that I think is preventing me from getting these things is the flight times are killing me. I didn't know that going in. Like, I wanted the jet. I, I still want a jet, but I want more than, like, a three-minute flight on yeah, these right. things, you yeah, know? Yeah. I want to be able to yeah. fly for, like, ten minutes. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. the overall thing. So, um, I'm trying to think. Isn't Andre and I could be wrong though? If like a twenty two hundred three cell in the, like say the one hundred five, aren't they getting six to eight minutes? Yes, yeah, I? I mean so based on what I read in our secrets, yeah, more. yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, and it, it is a it is it's not a tame beast, but it's certainly going to be a lot gentler than something like a you know an F sixteen or or, or mm-hmm. something that's a little bit more dirty in in, in nature. That's the nice thing about the sixty four mil, and mm-hmm. this is where this jet is really going to excel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of curious to see now with the with the three new reveals that, that Motion RC has done with them through mm-hmm. the pre wing models. Um, it should be a very interesting. What I'm surprised is other companies haven't jumped on this whole you know 99 dollar mm-hmm. kind of bandwagon yet and and come out with a couple of these i mean we all love the belly landers and, yep, and yep, like we yep. pushed on on alpha where where are the 99 dollar prop jobs if you you know you, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to produce 
a power plant with mm-hmm. a prop cheaper than an EDF. But I can't, I can't wait to see these things go. And uh, I mean, the only reason I don't have one in my in my arsenal right now is is just because the I have to pay extra shipping. So. Mm-hmm. Um, come the spring, I may just order one and have it sent to Chris's place just so I at least have one on my hand. But, of course, I'd, I'd get the Stinger because I like the yeah. sport racers. Right, right. Now, Pat, I'm, I'm, I'm real curious because actually when you sent me the thing saying, mm-hmm. hey, I, I bought a 105, I was shocked. I really yeah. was. I thought for sure Scott would be the first one to jump <laughs> on this, especially with after the EFX. And I know you love that I plane. Love go, I, I love man. to go fast. <laughs> um, what... You know, what was it that said, you know what? And you were right from the beginning, like, I got to have one of these. Oh, I liked that plane before. Uh huh. So I was a big fan of that plane just because the intakes, you know, yeah. are so pronounced and they're pretty cool. And this and is then, this is your first EDF, though, yes, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was just already on my radar and then that came out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I was like, price point. Right. Type of plane. You know, you know? first jet, $98 yep. if you do right. crash it. I was like, a it turns into a bunch of splinters and hopefully I'll at least get some a few flights out of it to learn mm-hmm. something. <laughs> so yeah, they actually have one at the flight museum over here. I mean it's just Yeah. It, it's a big plane. Right, right, right. I mean, it is a big plane. And it's a little bit bigger than like a uh, F four mm-hmm. Phantom. But that that's also pretty big. You know, it's kinda like I don't know if anyone's ever seen like an F twenty two versus like an F thirty five. Yeah. It's more F twenty two, like it's big. So yeah, I just like the lines of it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they released it. You know, and I think that A8 looks pretty decent too. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of that plane, but it looks it looks good. I agree. I agree. I was on the fence on the A8. And that Panther that they have it looks really sharp also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet the Panther would be even better painted up a little differently too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I just that popped up last <laughs> night. Look, Mike Coolins. It's a 105, yeah. Mike. Yeah, so Mike's nice. He's, he's probably drooling. Yeah. Right now. I hope you're drooling, Mike, because you could be here checking it out right now. <laughs> it's better in person. It for oh, sure. Yeah, it looks like it looks we we're talking about it. I looked at the uh, there was a guy at the field did last weekend when I was flying and he had the F eight. He didn't fly because it, it was way too windy, but mm-hmm. um, it surprised me because yeah, they are bigger than than they look in the photos, yeah. aren't they? Like once mm-hmm. you get them in your mm-hmm. hands, it's a fair, it's a fairly sized tube, but. Uh, they look, they look neat, and I, I really want to get my hands on them too. Yeah, it's I, I'll tell you, Andre, having it in person, looking at it, I'm like, I don't know how they can really do this for ninety eight dollars. Honestly, like the detail and the craftsmanship and the way it looks, it, uh, it's um, nuts. Like, look at all the paneling and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it is really impressive. You know, if if anybody watching here on Facebook Live, like the whole bottom with the uh, plastic piece on the bottom, mm-hmm. and they have the little. Uh, would you know um, back by the tail to help protect it? I mean, it's really I impressive. love that. That's what was great about the EFX racer too. It's it has that plastic belly mm-hmm. landing thing and that thing. Oh, such a lifesaver! Uh, they kind of went the extra step and you know, uh, besides just putting some cheap magnets on, it actually has a pin here to yeah. release the hatch, so you know you're not going to lose a hatch when you know even if you upgrade it to four cell and you're doing 200 miles an hour. <laughs> Um, but yeah, really impressed Andre in person. I'm blown away by, uh, the quality and the way it looks and, oh man, I'm, I'm yeah. so excited to see how it flies. Now, one thing, uh, Pat, if you want to talk a little bit about, you were reading some things on RC groups or trying to find out, you know, people have already flown it. And one thing you noticed was the, yeah, the ESC, there were some complaints about that. Cause mm-hmm. I know in the manual, it actually gives you instructions cause it, this whole tail right. section kind of pops out, mm-hmm. and there's you know a set of screws 
so that's all supposed to drop down. You kind of glue in the EDF and then, you know, slide it in there. But people were saying that the, uh, there's a little wood piece that kind of connects ESC on the top and those were getting sucked right through the EDF. So, mm-hmm. so people, you know, through a combination of that, they're like, I don't know, something went through my engine. <laughs> I wasn't sure what it was. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, I came home after, after looking at the forums a little bit. And mine was a skew, like it was just barely on there, like one piece of glue that would have totally been sucked through. Wow! And then the ESC was kind of banging around when I flipped it, you know, uh-huh. from, from right side up to upside down. It was like, oh, okay. So we kind of glued it, you know, my wife and I. So she's got all like the little nursing tools and mm-hmm. stuff. She was able to get in through the cheater holes, you know, and kind of put some uh-huh. glue on it. So hopefully that'll nice. stay. But yeah, def- definitely not. It seems like the instructions were a little sketchy, so mm-hmm. then they went ahead and just did it for you, but mm-hmm. then they didn't do it very well. Ah, so, so. Andre, that's kind of one thing <laughs> we could ask Andre, uh, or yeah, ask Andre. Ask <laughs> Alpha is, you know, the if anybody, I know you really can't see it, but the ESC is actually way in the back, sitting yeah. on top of the fan in the back part of the fuselage, and one, I, I'm guessing for two reasons: one for cooling, and two for maybe CG that so that you can yeah. run, you know, that 2200 up up in the nose. I'm guessing because inside the hatch, when we were looking, there's plenty of room. I would think to relocate the ESC and put it kind yeah. of up front here, right. like behind the battery, and I think that would really help help out as far as you know not sucking that thing into the fan so it, it, i am curious next time we talk to alpha you know what's the reasoning why they put that or you know maybe it was because of the um the air intakes and everything they couldn't put on on the bottom you right. know it just seems odd like you said they have it in the top yeah up there yeah you're kind of adding extra right extra stress to it when you yeah you're like eh, i don't you know bump it in that's gonna be something off the check when i fly it yeah make sure it doesn't pop loose right but yeah, <laughs> super impressed uh, with that plane, really. So uh, yeah, even like if you look, I mean, it's crazy. This this little hatch part, the details, like the fuselage flares, but you can see these little flares around the tail. It starts, I mm-hmm. mean, on on this little uh, tail part that cuts off. But I mean, the details are really, really good. Yeah, I felt like. But you haven't flown it yet. though, I'm right? not. No, no. I was waiting for batteries. My batteries finally came in. Mm-hmm. So I went with some 1800s, just because mm-hmm. 1600s wouldn't really cross-apply to other planes. So yeah. I figured I could kind of... You, you didn't want to even try it with a 22? 2200? No. <laughs> well, I've got some 22s, but I figured I'll start with the 18s. Uh-huh. You know, give those a shot. Because I've seen... I mean, they... Like I said, they recommended the 1600. And I was like, well, that's that's cool, but that's kind of in between sizes for yeah. other planes that I've got. Yeah. Right. And, you know, in a pinch, I can use the... The 1800 is actually what came with the uh, the Corsair that I have, so I can mm-hmm. fly with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the uh, FW109 that I've got, too. I could use that. So. Yeah. yeah, so we'll give it a shot here. And I also wanted to get the simulator loaded back up on my computer because oh. I was playing around with that a little bit the other day, and I was like, I need to get... Because I, I really wasn't doing any EDFs on the mm-hmm. flight sim before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to do that a little more to kind of get that... I haven't flown anything for months. So. I know. It, <laughs> that's, 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 the weather's that's, been so weird. I know. So Mike, Mike and I were talking before we even go with the 109s. Yeah. We're going to take a couple of Warbirds out. Yeah. Just right. crank yep. around. Just, yeah. to, just to get back. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get back. Yep. Get the yeah. fingers moving again. Yep. Yes. Yep. Right. Yeah, because they're great, but they're, you know. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if we really got into it or we got distracted with the 105, but as far as some of the newer things, obviously you, you got the 105 and everything, but was there anything else that caught your eye coming through winter and, and now in the early spring that's uh, on your radar at all? Anything at all? Um, 
I mean, there's so many. Like you said, was that new one from Hobby King that you guys had just talked about? Oh, the about? Tomahawk? The Tomahawk. Okay. I had seen that. Mm-hmm. I was like, that looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still... I saw they had that warehouse sale, and they... And they had the bush mule out, and it was down oh, at, yeah. you know, one, 169 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. I did see that. Maybe I'll get that. <laughs> That's the old battery concern. I'm trying yeah. to, you know, cross-promote across I battery. Know. That's tough. Applications. It doesn't work. Possible. Trust me. I know. Work. I know. I, I know. I was like, oh, I, I got to get bigger charger. I'm like, oh, man. I'm effort. I'm only going 3S, folks. I'm just taking 3S. Yeah, well, I, I know. I'm going to give it 4S's, and now it's like, forget it. I know. You're right. Yeah, I'm going to end up there. I'm just kind of. <laughs> drag my feet a little bit there's just there's just so many like i said i i also have to open up some spot my uh you know my hanger needs to mm-hmm. i have a few casualties i think for me to move in some other stuff uh, adam wants to know when someone's getting a b17 oh adam you find us a good <laughs> okay here's, here's the a... problem with adam is it has to be scale right that's the <laughs> thing <laughs> a- adam if you find a good scale rc b17 uh, then we'll go ahead and oh, get man. it and review it but according to you there are no good scale <laughs> rc b17 so we're out of luck maybe you better get a hold of alpha and, and free wing and tell them they better get a good scale b17 i don't know it's kind um, of something with some bomb doors that open on it too. That's that's the whole thing. It's like people have all these different, you know, giant bombers. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have any sort of, you know, candy dropper or like bomb doors yeah. that would open. And that would that would, that would really push me in that direction. I think, and I think it's a pretty mm-hmm. simple thing for them to do. But yeah, and that and that's why you really like the bush mule too. Yeah, because yeah. We were oh, dropping love it. Oh, my anything and everything. My wife that, loved that. that. I know. She's that like, that's that was amazing. so fun. That was a fun that yeah. afternoon. Yeah, that was really cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that thing's might be due for an upgrade. I gotta get some big rubber tires uh, on oh, it, yeah, you yeah. know. And, I didn't remember that. Yeah, but other than that, we gotta get that. I haven't flown that thing <laughs> since that day. <laughs> right, I think right. you know, it didn't even. Yeah. It was ready to go on skis, and it just either uh, yeah. we were busy or it was just way too nasty to. Re- you know, I don't know. Yeah, the snow just, didn't yep. stick when we had no, it. No, we get yeah. it and then it was gone, and we yep. get it and it was gone, and yeah, and then yeah. the fields are so wet. Oh too. yeah. And, in the meantime, right, right. And you almost have to have a big bush plane or a belly lander, yeah. and you know, I don't, I don't know. It's just crazy. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a few things. Uh, again, when we get up to the Toledo show, you know, I think I mentioned before, Horizon brought out the new F twenty seven, and I had one. Yeah, and I actually just sold it. Uh, not this show, but the show before right. uh, out yep, there yep. at Wooster. And I kind of, mi- even though I didn't really fly it, I kind of miss it. But now they got the new one that flies on four cell. They simplified it a little bit, lightened it up. Now has the AS3X. Right. Yep. I-, I think that plane could be a lot of fun. Just a, you know, kind of like the EFX yeah. Racer. You know, that thing flew great. It was fun. You could fly it slow, fast. It didn't matter if it was wind, you know. So I've been mm-hmm. kind of eyeing that one up a little bit. And then, you know, Andre and I have talked. We're st- I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with the whole gasser thing. I'd love to have one, but I really don't think I'd fly it that much. Right. But, and I, but I love the gas engines. So yeah. I don't know what to do. And, of course, so now we got the Grand Tundra. And ah, it's just, <laughs> it's, what do you do, you know? Yeah. What do you do? But, Andre, uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit more. You have more time now on the Grand Tundra out in the snow. Yeah. So I was just curious how that's going, if, if you've found things you now like more some things you don't like or you know what how's it going with the grand thunder it's going pretty good it is a different beast i will say first and foremost if you're used to flying the the small the durafly 
Um, the Grand Tundra takes a little bit more finesse, I'm finding, especially with things like, uh, I, I guess it's ground effect that I'm not used to. And mm-hmm. it's very headwind sensitive. I've learned on my takeoff mm-hmm. and landing, it is, uh, I guess because there's so much frontal area on this aircraft, that when you come in and if you're not into that headwind, it gets turned a bit. And mm-hmm. I've, I've done a few little wing scrubs wow. and, and stuff mm-hmm. off the snow because the wind just catches it and turns it. And if you're not expecting it, you're like, whoa, and you're countering. And, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise, it, it's it's phenomenal. I love it on 6S. I haven't <laughs> flown it on 4S yet. And I will. I've got some 4S 3300s, and I've been flying with my bigger 6S packs, the uh, the uh, 6200s. But uh, this week, some oh, oh god! <laughs> so so in my hands, I've got my 6S Zippy Compact 6200s, and then the 3300s, and, and oh, like man. it's. They, there's only 300 grams difference in weight. Uh, I would have gotten some Zippy Compact 3300s, but they were unavailable, and I just said, oh, whatever. So so the secondary batteries are the, the Turnigy Heavy Duty 3300 60C versus 40C. So, you know, that, that probably accounts for the weight differences. But I am going to try it on the lighter batteries. I did uh, set my last flight. I flew on Friday, Friday night after work, after dinner. I got out for a couple flights because I wanted to finish off my my twenty my sixty two hundreds because I hadn't discharged them yet, uh, so I got two quick flights in and just had a good time before we ran out of sunlight and uh, put the batteries further back so better CG and mm-hmm. it flew nice. But like I said, I had a couple of kinds where I took off and I just was maybe like a you know a couple degrees off in the wind and you could see it kind of you know and then landing. So I need to land with a little bit more speed, but I'm also starting to think. It's a combination of the snow, the type of snow, and the weight of the aircraft. So a lot of my landing is I come in, and I think I'm sinking. And like mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as I put the wheels into the snow, and with those big tires, it's just like someone slams on the brakes. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've nosed over a few times, but uh, so far the durability has been pretty good. Putting it together in the field, I'm down to under five minutes. Oh, um, nice! Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know now it's just pull the screws in the out, snow put and the it cold. in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's in the wind and stuff. So I had one point where I turned around and the plane had rolled away in the wind. I'm like, come back here, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting there. I I was tempted to put the skis on. Um, <laughs> is that legal in Canada? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I I was tempted to put the skis on, but my my only reluctance with the skis and with, with the way everything is sinking into the snow is the skis. I think you lose a substantial amount of depth between the mm. wheel, like half the tire size, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting it on the sand. Yeah. Like, eh. um, and of course, when I when I go to the four S, I'm going to the larger prop, the seventeen oh, or eighteen yeah. inch prop. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna stick with the tires, uh, but. Everybody seems to think that it flies. It's definitely with a lighter weight. But Friday, I was doing rolls and loops and just flipping the thing around and just having a really good time. I threw the video on to the RC After Hours Facebook page. Uh, and just I'm just getting more comfortable in the plane. I can't wait for a day when there's not a lot of wind and I'm not as cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're there and you're shivering. Your fingers are all – but I threw the – Chris saw the video. There's, there's, I did. I didn't bother putting it in there because it was just. It was not. And yeah, I took off. The wind caught me, and I was in high rates. So of course oh. I go to correct, and the wind just goes. Woo, and I'm like, no, you know. And it's one of the. I'll just throttle and go. You know, get the heck up in the sky. But the thing has got tons, tons of headroom, especially on the big 6S pack. Um, and you know, I was up there for a good couple of minutes flying it and flying it hard. Mm-hmm. How does it do it? Like. <clears throat> it's slow speeds like does does it compare 
Oh yeah, it, it does slow speeds really well. But like I said, my last couple landings, I tried. There's yeah. definitely a. Um, hey, you have like to I win. Said, I think you have the ground. I think it's you're into the wind, but I think it's I think it's <clears> ground <throat> effect that gets it. And of course, you know, there's so much torque off that prop that you've mm. got to bring that power back in smoothly. So the instinct, like with with the smaller tires, the Durafly. Is you you firewall that thing and it's okay, but on mm-hmm. the six S with the six, with, with all that power, yeah, you'll uh, yeah, yeah. So right. she's got a left left wing tendency. So I'm like, okay, and it's just I've never flown something of this size before in this power range. So it's like, okay, it's things of just so it's the pilot smoothing out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm I'm but, really curious, Andre. Uh, hopefully soon with the four cell, just to see what the differences are as far as weight, yeah. uh, flying characteristics, and 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 power. You know, is that four cell still probably going to give you unlimited vertical? I I highly doubt it. But is the slow flight characteristics and and everything going to be? Yeah. yeah. Um, I will try it on the smaller 6S, so I will have to back my timer off. Um, actually, I ordered a for my FR Sky radios. I ordered a um, lipo uh, sensor so I can plug that into the radio and monitor everything. Mm-hmm. So it'll give me per cell count and so yeah. on. Just for extra safety, especially when I start flying the uh, the jets. Yeah. The summer yeah. success packs, you know, just yeah. just for that little extra uh, barrier protection. Um, so it will be very curious to see how it performs. But overall, I'm thrilled with the aircraft. Um, it would have been neat to try it on, on skis and floats and all that stuff, but I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy with the tires and it is very transparent. What I will probably do one weekend is uh, when the weather's nice, I'll get my dad to swing by, grab the, the Durafly Tundra, and I'll fly the two of them back to back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll be, be good. really wacky. Um, and speaking of battery, I'm going to have to check my 3S stock and see how healthy those are for the for this season. Uh, so we'll see yeah. how those Ace batteries are going because last time I flew them, they felt a little sluggish in the cold. But that could have been those cold temperatures too. Yeah, uh, Alice Six on Facebook Live says he. Uh, how does it compare to the Carbon Z Cub? Now we don't know that yet, but hopefully yeah. in May <laughs> when you get down here, we're yeah, that's one of our big Carbon Z up. Running. Yep, it'll be up and running, and we're going to do a little comparison. And and again, we talked about it. You know, the Carbon Z is quite a bit bigger plane, flies on the same battery, and I know what that thing does on yeah. on six cell. It is a beast. So it's going to be really cool to compare the two. The slow yeah. flight capability, you know. Um, and then we'll get Mike flying in his little, uh, his little, uh, <laughs> his timber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on, Mike. Come at us now, buddy. Let's see what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't eat the GT, fun. right? Yeah, right. Last time you had it up, it ate the Phantom. Isn't that the last time you flew it? Uh, the Carbon Z? Yeah. Yeah, that was the last oh. time we had it up is when it uh, ate the Phantom, which was, again, all my fault. I but, know, but yeah. still. But even that... It's got you the know, taste of blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That plane wants more. <laughs> no, uh, watching that Carbon Z at Flight Fest the last couple of years, even in combat, I mean, that thing's a tank. Yeah. It really is. I mean, he eats up a lot of airplanes, and even what it did to the fan, it completely mm-hmm. ate that Phantom up. And I, I, if I remember right, I think it just tore the flap off of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you landed it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah flew yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, no problems. <laughs> right. Unlike the Phantom drop. Yeah, the Phantom. Uh, um. Real quick, what I wanted to talk about uh, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about Patreon, and we got a little uh, poll up there. Uh, again, if you guys uh, are a Patreon customer or Patreon or whatever you call them, uh, go check out the poll. We were, we're really curious to know what you guys want to see next or what we want to review. But I wanted to read some of them, see what you guys think, uh, and, and let me know if you have any ideas too. 
Uh, Steven says he'd like to tr see a 3D flyer. He'd be interested to know how they perform normally. Something like the Dynam Sukhoi SU-26 or the SBOC from Motion. Uh, Frank Debro says, uh, take a break from the high wing variants. I realize it's it's big to, big to ask, but uh, Damn, Frank. how about a B twenty four or a Phantom? Uh, maybe an FPV wing, not like the Optera, but something smaller. And maybe someday Andre will finish his flinch and Juggernaut. Uh -huh. Actually, uh -huh. I, I I'm bad. I have four wings that all require laminating and building and i've uh yeah i've got the two from sweet wings i've got my tbrc uh tbrc gotta correct this time uh apex two and uh from uh, defiant wings i have a, a defiant 28 inch coming in so mm -hmm. and there's also the one from motion rc the fpv 900 mil so I have five, five, five wow. wings to hit up, and you know, and that's again, that is going to be something we're going to be doing this spring. Yeah, uh, we'll be definitely uh, doing some FEV wing craziness. So. Right. Uh, let's see. There's a few more things. Uh, I'll tell you what, people are are really interested in that B24 from Motion, mm -hmm. which that's a yeah. big expensive Sorry, Adam. plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. It's not a B17. Buck Stamp says he'd like to see the Hobby King. Ultra Micro B25, Horizon Hobby Mall, or the Ultra Stick 10cc, and the Motion RC Avanti S for Mike to test. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Done. You know what? The Avanti is actually on my radar as far as stuff I'm looking at for this year as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about it as we go through stuff. Uh, let's see what else. Jason wants to see more of the 64 millimeter park jets, like the P new P15 or whatever mm -hmm. their new release is. Um, Michael said, um, forget. He says he forgets the name, but it's the one from one of the vendors. But the X something quad you mentioned about three pot. Oh, that I think that was a little micro uh, two and a half inch quad from X Hover. Hmm. Uh, it's like 180 bucks, ready to go. Has an OSD. Uh, we've been looking at that seriously for for Mike uh, when Andre comes down. So we have three little micro quads to go fly around. So that's something. It's the X Hover Win Two, I believe, is what it is. Yes, it is. Nathan Knight, the 70 inch B24 from Motion. Again, that keeps popping up. <laughs> um, Russell Kastner now this is an idea Andre we talked a little bit and I think this is a fantastic idea and I want to see what you guys think because they're they're kind of two different s spectrums but price point and what you're getting out of them it would be uh, fantastic to see how they compare he would like to see the Tomahawk versus the oh. Ultra Micro F27 because they're both mm -hmm. you know FPV ships uh, one's a little bit bigger and more racier and heavier duty, but they got the F-27, which is cheaper, all ready to go, out of the box, bind and fly, I, I think would be j just as fun, but he'd like to see them um, head, you know, head to head and see what the good points, bad points are in, in between the price points. That, mm -hmm. I think that yeah. would be a, a, a something really cool. Um, Josh yeah. Moss, and we should talk about this a little more. Right now, the expert from horizon hobby is the ready to fly version is only 99 dollars. Wow. and i looked at it i don't know it's just something that's 
it's kind of gimmicky a little bit. Like, I don't know if I'd really, it might be fun for the first five, six batteries to see what all it does. And then after that, I'm not really sure I'd fly it that much. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think, I think that's a ship that if you commit it to FPV right away with it, I think that's where it would shine because I think line of sight, it's just kind of like, it's, yeah. I think it's really, I watched uh, my buddy Dave Rayner fly his line of sight. Oh, he has. And one. I was struggling to keep to keep it in orientation yeah, yeah. visually, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even flying it right. Hmm. So I think that's one of those crafts that once you get it into FPV, even if you don't put the tilt in, if you just put a decent camera, you know, I think it would fly really good. And for ninety nine bucks, two S five hundred, I'm like, hmm. I know it's kind of tempting just for the price and what you're yeah. getting. I mean, you're getting a lot. You know, obviously you, you can buy them. fly that anywhere though. Too. Yeah, that's what's kind of neat. So, I mean, that's kind of an option. Uh, so we'll have to keep our eye on the expert. Uh, you know, I would just buy the buy it and bind it to my radio, but still, that would. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's you know, it's just the yeah, it's, the backup it, radio almost. You know, it, it's just odd though. Why do they have just the ready to fly version on sale? Was it mm-hmm. just something it wasn't selling? People, maybe newer people, were like, "Ah, eh, that looks like it might be a little bit over yeah, my head radio, or something." I, I, or I'm willing to bet people look at it and go, that radio is going to get like a li- such limited use uh, that it's better off for me to buy a decent radio and go. So maybe they need to rethink their beginner radio that should be at least a minimum of a six channel, you know? Something yeah, that they can, something someone can fly for over a year with, you know? Yeah, yeah right. Because right. you're not going to step, you're not going to go from this radio. This is mm-hmm. what the, the DXE, e, so it's like yeah. just a basic. So basic four channel, no, no, you know, you're not going to fly and go, okay, my next plane is the, you know, the, the, no. the, the timber. You're not going to be able to use no, that radio no. because it doesn't have enough channels for your safe and your flaps, correct? Right. Mm, I don't think. Be close. It, it it's a five. It did a, not take it, us long. Like, cause that was the first thing I, I bought the one that included the radio, mm-hmm. you know, that four channel radio. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, it's. My next plane, I had to buy a radio. Yeah, you know? isn't it a five channel though, go. Andre? Or I thought I'm it was a five right channel. Now. All right, I believe it is. So it probably worked for a little bit, but like you mm-hmm. said, I tell everybody, you know, when they're really maybe getting into the hobby and they don't know what radio to get, I always say get the best radio mm-hmm. that you can afford right mm-hmm. now. Even though you're going, how many times you know you like the DX6? You're like, yeah, ah, right. this is going to be fine, and within a yeah. year, you're like, oh right. man. I, I need a, you there, know. Yeah. I mean, we still have the six. Yeah. yeah. And, but there's. <laughs> I thought about it. I know. I, That's on my I, possible list. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. This it's, year. Just because it yeah. doesn't have the diversity antenna. Our, ours yeah. doesn't because ours is like a G1. Mm, right. Gotcha. So I'm concerned about that. Mm-hmm. And then if I want it. And mine's been beaten up a little bit too. So I'm just yeah. waiting for it to just flake out on me sometimes. So. Right. Right. So I'm like, well, if I got one that I really took care of yeah. and then I had the extra channels, then next thing you know, maybe we got to be 24 screwing around. Up in that's the sky. good advice. You know, that's, <laughs> that's three radios in. If, if right. you would, you know, mm-hmm. if everybody would listen to you, Chris, you know, we'd have <laughs> yeah. at least a nine to start with. Sure. And wouldn't have three radios. Yeah. You know? and, <laughs> and I guess it's good and it's bad. Like I made all the mistakes, like, <laughs> everything. I feel like I've uh, bought, it, you know, bought the wrong radio, bought stuff I shouldn't have been flying, you know, uh, you know, flew helicopters and everything. That's true. That, yeah. I shouldn't, you know, I should have listened or read more or whatever. I've yeah. done it and made the mistake. So I'm trying to help people not make the same mistakes right, I yeah. did because I've been there and done that too, way too many times. You know what I mean? Ah, here it is. 
DXE, Chris. Uh, <clears throat> on here. I have no idea what radio that is. <laughs> All right, you look that up. I'm I got a couple yeah, more look here. Carry on. Yeah, um, we got another one too here by uh, Ron Losser on the Patreon. He said he would like to see the differences between the new Tomahawk coming out and the Sidewinder. I, he says, I already ordered a Tomahawk, and I'd like to hear your opinion of it. Keep up the great work. Um, the Tomahawk and the Sidewinder definitely are, are way different. We we actually yeah. got to see a uh, video a long time oh. ago from Stuart of the Sidewinder. Holy moly, that thing is just unbelievable. So they're, I think they're two different kind of animals. Uh, I'm excited yeah. for the Tomahawk. It, it It's small. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the, um, what's the one by uh, CMRC, the uh, Goblin? Mm-hmm. A little mm-hmm. bit. So we'll have to see. Hopefully we'll be getting one in our hands here soon. But anyway, out of out of that list, what what, do you, what would you guys, what, what would you like this to see next, do you think, for a review? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Anything stick out? You know, the mall, the F-27. The yeah, the F-27, any- I think, would be kind of yeah, cool. Especially if we kind of yep. mm-hmm. get the FPV part of that mm-hmm. and compare that. You said the Tomahawk is one I already mentioned. And yeah. The B-24 is just going to be so unwieldy, <sighs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> could we even fly that at our field? I am, I w- <laughs> you could. I would love to have one and fly it. But again, it wouldn't be. Cool. Yeah, something I'd probably. I'd love to see that big oh, yeah, crowd of people, I think. Oh, you yeah. would. Right. Turn that around a couple of times. Yeah. So, but any of those, I think. I don't know yeah. about you. Yeah. No, same. Yeah. I agree. Interesting. So I mean, at this point, we're so starved for flying. Planes. I know. <laughs> they all sound great. Yes. Yes. I know. Let's do it all. I know. Everything looks good. So we'll have to see. Uh, again, like I said, the Toledo show's coming up. Hopefully, yeah. we'll get to see some of this newer stuff. And that and that changes your It does. Yeah. changes the game. <clears throat> yep. Yes. That's the whole thing. I mean, seeing these planes in person. Right. And it I makes a huge difference. You know, I've, I've stressed this to, I couldn't tell you, all the, the product developers that we've talked to, you know, we had a big conversation with Alpha Lake, you know, it's great for us to sit down and talk about all these planes and to go into detail. And obviously you get a little better appreciation for everything. But like I told Alpha, until you see it in person and you get to touch right. it and look yep. at it and then maybe talk about it, that makes us such a huge mm-hmm. difference in a presence. Yep. Like you got to get these planes out and Horizon's been doing a pretty good job here lately of going to a lot of these shows and bringing their stuff to get it in the hands of, you know, RC enthusiasts and let them check it out and then talk to them about, hey, this is why we yeah. did this yep. and this is why we totally did that. Agree. You know? Yeah, they did a nice job of flight. Fast last time I yeah. saw. Yeah. And I don't think they had much of a presence before that in years no. past. No. Not no. sure they came. Right? No, no, they didn't. Right. And then they had the big Cessna out. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, that was one of those things where it's like a big Cessna. Yeah, I exactly. Like, I don't know about that. And then you saw it and you're like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, it was like that with the commander, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Same thing. So, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. It makes a huge. Because I know when Scott and I, the first year we went to Toledo, I think there was a, what was it, like a P39. And it was yellow or something. And there's mm. no way in the world I would have thought that plane. Oh, yeah. I remember I, that. Yep. I was like, eh, no, no. I mean, if I just would have seen it online, it mm. would have been yeah, click, click, the rock hobby one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, saw, yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. And you, yep. could, you could track it in the air. And I, I was, mm-hmm. I've kind of kept my eye out on it. You know, that would be one I would consider. But again, need to crash some stuff. But still, you know, to our <laughs> point, it's just like until you... You can mm-hmm. kind of get your hands on it, and you mm-hmm. can kind of see the size of it, yeah. the weight, and kind of you know how solid it is. That 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 can really sell me, I know, and I think I think we're all on the same page yeah. with that. Yeah. 
um i you know when that the carbon z cessna came out that was one thing yep. me and mike were like what yeah oh, that thing no weird. way <laughs> right. and then when we went to the show and talked to you know in depth with yeah, matt yeah. and he showed us all the things that they that the carbon z cub mm. should have had that they put into this plane with everything's quick disconnect and easier to go together and blah 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 and then obviously chloe has one and we yeah. got to see that thing fly and yeah. i was like wow completely right. yeah. changed my yes. mind about that yeah. completely yeah and it's and, even and so in, go ahead, if Andre. everything goes well in may we'll have three big aircraft to, mm-hmm. to fly around you know mm-hmm. and then we'll you know, we'll get Mike and his quad to try and chase us. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. So, all right, moving on. Let's see what else we got to talk about here. Um, oh, I know, uh, Scott, one thing I wanted to mention here. Let me see if I can – I wonder if I have it pulled up here somewhere. Let me look. You have the quantum Cyclops. Yes. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you really Pat- like them. Oh, yeah. And they were they were cheap. Now, Correct. They just brought out a version two quantum cyclops diversity with DVR FPV goggles. Now, what were the original ones? Seventy eight, oh, I yeah. think. Yeah, Somewhere about right. There. Yeah, yeah, just maybe a little bit more, just because of the U.S. shipping mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So but. they brought out a new version with diversity, and I honestly, I think all goggles coming out should have diversity on them. It makes a huge difference for me personally. Um, but I just wanted to get your thoughts. Let me read a little bit about them. Quantum has been renewed for their re- revolutionary goggles, and the Cyclops Diversity DVR goggles continue the revelation, revolution with pure diversity. To maximize the challenge there, you can integrate two 40-channel receivers covering A, B, E, F, and race bands. You can manually select your desired frequency or use the auto scan. That's the other thing I think all goggles should have is the auto scan. Yep. That is yep. huge. Love it. Love it. Yes. yes. Use your DVR for instant playback. Does yours have DVR in it? I don't think you, it does. No, no. I mean, no. not not as a part of it. I right. Think you can add add it to. Yeah. Um. So you're getting a plug and play, pure diversity receiver. It has two receivers built in. Digital video recorder, micro SD, five inch wow. uh, monitor with three times the magnification, eight hundred by four eighty non blue screen monitor. Uh, goes on and on. Extra, and they're very comfortable. You really like them. Oh don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, they're very comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's hard to beat that price. Yeah, the screen is great. I mean, the resolution is is decent. I mean, if you like the single monitor, which I do, I think it's more immersive. Yeah. Um. So my, my I guess my question is, would you pay the ninety nine dollars upgrade? Yeah, mine. for diversity. If I was looking at them both, yeah, absolutely, I would just get this one. Mm-hmm. I think. And I, I tried them. I tried yeah. yours, and I was really impressed for the price. That, oh, it's man. awesome! Yeah. I'd... So that is the new. That's pretty sweet. Quantum I, Cyclops Diversity Goggle. Guess how much more weight is this than the other one? That's what I think. I, I don't think, it, if any, it's going to be minimal. Uh, weight without batteries four hundred and forty-five grams. Okay. I don't think it's you. you no. know, you're just really adding yeah. a small little yeah, receiver right. to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the antennas aren't heavy, so. Um, you can run it on uh, two or three cell lipo battery. Yeah, that was the one thing I did upgrade mine. Like I put a better antenna on mine than what it came with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I've had yeah. everybody. Yeah, does I that, think. Though. Yeah. yeah, that's just. But uh, I've had no issues as far as like losing signal or mm-hmm. anything like that, and it's been it's been rock solid. Yeah, um, <clears throat> design allows the use with glasses. That's a big selling point there. A yeah. lot of people, yeah. you know. 
Uh, let's see, on-screen menu, adjustable contrast, brightness, one-touch, automatic channel scanning, yeah. AV in and RX out, audio out. Oh, it also has a mount for the Quantum head tracker. Of oh. course, that's sold mm -hmm. separately. Three types of battery connections. So yep. there you have it, the new Quantum diversity goggles. I like it. That's pretty yeah. cool. I wish that was that when I uh, <laughs> right. bought mine. Yeah, just like everything. Fifty grams heavier than yours. So that's <laughs> well, nice. that's yeah, nice. that's, yeah, that's, that's very negative. Yeah. I yeah. might. Well, again, that's I don't really need they're, another set, but they're man, comfortable. I like right. the diversity on it. They, they are nice. Uh, let's see what else we need to talk about. Uh, if you'd really freak people out with the two antennas on top there. Like you'd really scare people. I think more. You think? Is, yeah. You would scare people that aren't into the hobby <laughs> yes. that don't know what the hell's going on. Well, <laughs> yeah. you walk around the park with that. <laughs> yeah, that's just more intimidating. Heads. I think there's more buttons on it, and then there's that square antenna. If you put that one on there, that's just yeah. Funny story though. Um, <laughs> let me put Andre back up here real quick. You know, David tells a story. I don't know what we were talking about, but um, David tells a story where you know if you've ever seen him fly FPV, he usually just goes and sits on the ground, Indian style, puts his head down. He has his yeah. goggles on, and the, one day he had the shirt over his head. That, I remember the story. Yeah. And a lady came up to him and and was like, "Sir, sir, are you okay? Or is everything you know, are you kidnapped? Are you hot? What's going on here? You know, you know, and it does look strange. Oh right? yeah, yeah, bizarre, right?" Yep. Um, so yeah, you know, you put on these big giant set <laughs> right. of goggles, and you, you go out to the field, yep. and you're sitting in a, even a chair would look yep. funny. <laughs> yeah. Even I do it all the time. I see myself on video. I don't realize I do it. I put the goggles on. My head just yep. instantly goes down. I don't know why. It's, right. And then you're just sitting there. You know, you're not moving. You yep. know, you. It is really kind of freaky looking. Yep. You, you have a remote control on your hand. Yeah, like, what's this like, guy doing? Is it going to blow up? Oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> got antennas, antennas right. sticking out, right. you know? Yeah. So I, I could definitely see that. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Andre, I got a, a little surprise for you that I know what we can talk about here. Let me let me pull it up here real quick. I'm always searching around the, the, the web, trying to find different things and... Um, you know, it's something different. We always get into something different. You know, like you start out with, we always talk about all the time. You start out with like uh, warbirds. That's usually first thing. And then uh, you might get into, you know, high wing trainers or sailplanes. And then you might go to jets. And then you might go to DLG or whatever. It's just a whole process. And then it kind of just circles Circle back, back around. Somebody brings out a new thermal plane. So then you're right back into the thermaling. Like last year, I did hardly any thermaling, you know, with the radians. Or mm -hmm. I, I don't even think I had the um, mystique out at all last year. And it was just like, I see it hanging on the wall. I'm like, you know, I got to get that thing out way more this year i i love flying yeah. it's just a matter of getting the chair out and breaking out the iced tea or laying on the ground on a nice thermal day and just having fun you know and getting getting we the radians like out no dlg flying yes last year either yeah no mm. dlg um i have the uh i still have the k8 sitting in the garage which is a high start you know hand launch high start which is a lot of fun and i'm kind of hoping when andre comes down in may to go down the chads and pull that thing out and let him do some high start because that's fun and that's again a whole nother element you know something to get you know try uh that we didn't do any of that last year so but i'm always just kind of searching around trying to find something different or unique or whatever and i stumbled across uh, a company and they're over in europe um they're not really even over here in the states yet 
And the funny thing was I found it and then got on RC groups and was trying to find more information. And actually, uh, I got to give some props out to Matt Gunn and RC groups. They actually did a review on what we're going to talk about. And it was the only thing I could find on this stuff that was in English. But it's a company um, called Air Sea to Fly. And they got a couple cool things out. And I'm going to I'm going to play the video here. And one of them here, if you see the picture, yeah. I'll put it up on the big screen, is they have a wi- a, a glider. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a wing. It's set up with a, a wing for Elevons. Um, and it's called the Punk Air Wilco. And it's a hang glider. It looks just like a hang glider. It's got the little guy on there, That's but awesome. it has a motor on yeah. on the front. Now, I'm going to play this, and I'll probably turn the sound down because it is in a foreign language. And I guess I could try to find the... Um, the uh, one from RC groups because at least it's in English, but at least you could see it and see what it looks like. And it's a 51 inch uh, or 1295 millimeter wing, and it has the option to put the little tail on the back. You don't have to put that on, but I guess it, it does make it fly a lot better. And you have the guy on the bottom, and you just you know you cruise it around. It's a hang glider, and it's just different. Thing. It looks cool in yeah. the air. Yeah, yeah, a lot of wing surface there. Yeah. So just that. something different. Yeah. That's funny. It is kind of funny, <laughs> and it does it. You know, yeah, like it, obviously it. it flies fast or slow, and ba- like I said, basically it's just a wing. You know, but the guy put a little camera on there, and he's just cruising around. <laughs> and it's an EPP it's like wing. A, it's an oversized vapor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kinda. I mean, it is an EPP wing though, so it's going to take some yeah, crash yeah, but damage. But I just love the little guy hanging off the bottom. So <laughs> you know, it looks cool. So anyway, that's that's the Punk Air Wilco uh, hang glider. And real quick here, I'll, like I said, I'll give him some props because uh, Matt Gunn did do a little review. We'll, we'll show just a little bit of this video here, and then I want to talk Punk about Air Wilco 1.3. It's a flying wing, but. As you can tell, it looks like a I've hang actually glider. dropped the links into We're gonna the watch chat. Flight oh, okay, here, cool. I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's got a 51 inch wingspan. I see a little servo a control so coming out of the guy's body. Is that uh, just uh, is that just a, where the receiver is? It could be because the guy doesn't. Uh, there's no shifting weight or anything uh, like that. Works just fine with this, but you're gonna want to spend about a hmm. two hour uh, time. But anyway, yeah. uh, I was on their website, and we'll pull it up here real quick. Uh, but it's all in a foreign language. Uh, w- the reason I'm kind of bringing this up is I'd like to see somebody pick some of this stuff up and bring it over to the States and distribute it. So when I was on their website and looking around, I found some uh, wings, paragliders, paramotors. Oh. So I got to searching around and got on YouTube and found some. And the cool thing is, is they make two different sizes. They make a bigger one, which I'm going to show on YouTube now, but they also make a micro one that is so small and it runs, Andre, it runs off the little one cell, like 150 milliamp wow. batteries and it has this little controller and you could, I think literally That's fly awesome. around in your house. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm going to show you now is the bigger one and they're flying it in the gym and, and I just thought this was uh, one of the cooler videos here. Now that was the micro that you see right okay. in the beginning. That one there, and he crashed. But this is the bigger one the guy flies around. And uh, you'll see he gets it set up, and he just pulls it up, and boom, it takes right off, and he just cruises around the gym. And what I thought was cool was just something relaxing around the yard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there there you see him taking off. Oh, that's hilarious. 
and it just cruises around, you know, throttle up to, to for altitude, throttle down to, you know, lose your altitude, and it's just so slow and cruise around. That's pretty neat. And that's just something different, you know what I mean, and, and relaxing. And my question, Andre, I'm wondering, can you fly, could you put a small FPV setup on this and just cruise around your yard FPV? Would that not be my possible? yard. Not your yard, no, okay. Watch out no, for that not tree. my yard. I can barely, I, about the only thing I've successfully flown is my my vapor, my FPV vapor, but I could hit the field with this thing completely, a little 1S powered camera, same thing that we fly in our in our Indoctrix and stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Just be like, kind of like cruising along, you know, that would be, it would be neat. It would be completely neat because, you know, it's like, it's got to be up there with like flying the, 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 the UMX no, no, radio no, 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 no. right? mm-hmm. in, in FPV mode. It's got to be very summer feel to that because see. you just get up there, shut the power off and just kind of just soar around, right? Yeah, I'm gonna see if I could pull up the Pico here real quick. Okay, here here's the Pico. It just give you an idea. And on their website again, you can go in uh, for these um, wings. They make all kinds of different. You can get one with the like the the whole airframe body where the guy's sitting in it with the wheels and everything. Or they got all kinds of different things you can put on them instead of just um, the guy. But I'm gonna show. This is the Pico. We'll just show this real quick so you guys have an idea of the size and everything. Yeah, yeah. Come on there, buddy. There's the size of it. As you can see, it's pretty small. comes with its own little controller. All right, let's get it in the air. Very simple. And here he goes. Now check that thing out. <laughs> And that's just a little, you know, one cell, 150 milliamp uh, battery. Even that around the yard, I think, would be cool. Come on, buddy. Throw it in the air. There we go. Look at that thing. <laughs> just cruising around. And he catches it. Yeah, that's. I'm looking at photos off the site. I'll actually I'm linking it into the description. It's pretty neat because it's just a little tiny, obviously one S powered motor. It's got a little tiny receiver, and then the servos just move the sail. Mm-hmm. Um, that is freaky. I that know, is really neat. So again, I'd just like to see somebody pick this up and, and bring this over to the states. I think you know, be another just something different, another mm-hmm. option. The you know. I'm always looking for something where I can step out my front door and just have a little fun, mm-hmm. you know, and it gets a little old flying just the ultra micro stuff, you know, around the yard or whatever, even, even the quads yeah. by myself. So I'm always just looking for something different or challenging, you know? So that is, um, the punk air Wilco hang glider, or these are the, um, that was the Picus, uh, what do you paraglider? Um, Mm-hmm. So and it's by Air C to Fly, and again, uh, their website is not in English. I was trying to find, you know, to translate it a little bit. Yeah, looks like German. Is it, is that what it is? Yep. Okay. Yes. So, but kind of neat, something different. There you have it. Somebody, if you've been out there and you've seen this or flown it, let us know what you think. I'm curious. All right. Uh, let's see. What's next on the list? What else we can talk? Oh, I know something we can talk about. You guys might not know this. 
Um, Andre, I don't know where you found it. You you sent me a link yesterday. We all know we've talked about before that Habico is kind of in trouble, filed for bankruptcy. Oh, yes. Uh, they've been around forever, you know, with like the Great Plains and of course Tower Hobby. Everybody knows Tower Hobby, uh, but they are in trouble. They're going through bankruptcy. Uh, you know, there for a while, a few years ago, it's probably been longer than three years now. I I thought they were kind of coming back around. Fly Zone, which is part of the Habico brand, was really pumping out some cool stuff. They were bringing ultra micro stuff cool warbirds um obviously the fly zone beaver which is one of our absolute favorites um and i thought you know they're turning things around but i don't know what happened and and you know now we know they're in bankruptcy so you found a link andre let me pull you back up because i still got the thing up that i guess it's going up for auction correct you you might know a little more i'll let you explain it uh, well, all we saw was a little note from Horizon to to the retailers saying that Horizon is um, they're bidding on the uh, on the the inventory, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that that makes sense on their end. Um, but whether some, a deal like this where they they assume zero responsibility, zero debt, so they're basically they're just going after the assets, which makes sense from Horizon's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, now the thing about this kind of thing is, is obviously there's creditors involved and so on and so on. So the deal has to be approved by a bunch of I don't know lawyers and such on yeah. so on. So I can't see it going through. I really can't see someone saying, "Yeah, we're just you know the creditors are going to go." Well, no, we're not going to allow a deal like this. We want to see our debts paid and so on. So it's going to be interesting. And then of course, what happens to all if it did happen mm-hmm. it means the brands and particularly things like the, you know, any of the brands that uh Habico does own, they survive. But what happens if um Horizon is successful and does get them all? Do do the brands flourish or do they just get, you know, do the best parts get picked apart and folded into the Horizon environment, you know? So it's it's going to be an interesting yeah. little um shakedown, I guess if you will, or or, or just, you know, do the do the, you know do the various brands survive mm-hmm. or do do we see stuff get folded in and re- rebranded as a you know an e-flight you know does yeah. this, this fly zone become an e-flight product you know do we get the fly zone or the e-flight beaver versus the fly <laughs> yeah, zone beaver, you know? so yeah Go ahead. I, would, I would think they would just tear it apart andre like to your, to your point they would probably assimilate some of the planes that they like and the mm-hmm. rest they would just kind of have a fire sale for yeah. and sell them off because i know our company yeah. one of our competitors back in the day went bankrupt and we bought their assets mm-hmm. so it can happen even with yeah. the direct competitor sure that, you know the creditors at a certain point just want something right so that that yeah. that may be the point that they're at mm-hmm. um now wasn't didn't horizon get started from people that were from Habico? that's a really good question i had heard that because that adds like a personal element but i don't i mean at a certain point in bankruptcy it's not you don't have control over who's going to buy your assets right you know? um no, you don't but was I'm trying to think how long it's been. Was it a couple years ago now though that Horizon bought out got bought out by a bunch of I don't okay. know if it was a big investors or a big company, gotcha. but they got bought out and restructured big okay. time. A lot of the people that were there for a long time ended up leaving. That's when like uh, Dave Dave uh, David Estate left, and uh, you know I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but a lot of people just gone and mm-hmm. they restru- did a lot of restructuring. Some for the good, probably some for the bad. Um, so I think if anybody has the funds though, that, yeah. that could, you know, buy this deal right. out would definitely be horizon for sure. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, 
Yeah. Now, see, my thinking's a little different. You know, uh, Andre agrees with you, right. Pat. He thinks they would just buy it, take what they want, and phase everything out. Now, I was thinking, you know, they, they might like Great Plains has been around for a long mm-hmm. time. They still have a pretty big following, especially for the older generation. Yeah. You know, and they. St- I was thinking they would buy that out, maybe try to keep that part going. But that part they might, because I don't think Horizon has something right. Mm-hmm. And then, line, yeah. and you know, if they put it under the Horizon brand, you know, mm-hmm. maybe keep it Great Plains, but yeah. under Horizon Hobby, right. they could still sell it and make money. It's kind of like what they're doing with FMS. You know, FM, I, FMS was making some of their planes, and mm-hmm. then they just kind of brought them on board. Now they're saying selling FMS planes. Mm-hmm. They could bring on, you know, some of the great plane stuff. And we were joking around, even they bring in the fly zone stuff, we might have an updated beaver, yeah, you know, sure. the, with AS3X right. in it or something. Yeah, fly beaver. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, you know that would sell. <laughs> oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Oh, like, 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 if it does happen, you know, we, we know, but then you probably would see some of the, the more, you know, the smaller stuff would probably go away, you know, yeah. some of the more niche market mm. stuff yeah. that, you know, then that's your advantage when you, you know, when you're the lead and your competitors falter, you, you crush your competitors, unfortunately. Yeah. So ultimately, is it bad for the hobby? I think it is. I think, yeah. um, you know, and because no one, no one in their right mind is going to buy a, uh, a crumbling empire, unfortunately, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to, they're going to take the assets for what they're worth or, uh, you know, maybe they'll get some real estate out of it and they'll say, okay, great. We have another warehouse and another spot of the country that we can utilize and so on and just improve operations. Right. But oof, you know, right. Um, Buck Stamp says that he heard the kids of the folks who started Hobbyco started Horizon Hobby. Okay. So maybe that is true. Yeah, because I had heard one of our sales reps called on both companies. And he said they're within a couple miles of each other, the headquarters. And he said it was great. You'd go in there, and people had planes all over, and they're flying stuff around. And they'd, you know, he, uh-huh. said, he said it was pretty cool. Wow. Because he also, I think he also called on like a pet company, and everybody would bring in their all their all their pets and everything. He's just like, yeah, some of these customers are like not like what you mm. consider a corporate environment. You know, they've wow. just, they've just got really cool stuff there, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, cool atmosphere compared to. What Scott and I are used to, I think, for my corporate life. It's like, wow. all right, go to your cubicle that's uh, playing. I don't know about those pictures on your desk. Where it's, oh, you know, I mean, I Imagine how cool some of the prototype yeah. stuff that they have. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. Right. Interesting. Um, I got a question for you guys that popped in my head while we were talking all this. If you guys know, have seen it. Matter of fact, I'll see if I pull up a little bit of the information here. We know Horizon Hobby brought out that new mall, which is more scale- let me pull it up here real quick. And, you know, I've had the Beaver. The Beaver's been around forever. And one of the big reasons why I bought the Beaver was because it was, well, a couple reasons. But it was one of the cool, scale-looking, awesome-flying, fun lights, flaps, detail, all that stuff. And uh, what really sold it was Wayne and I, when we were down in uh, the indoor event that Horizon used mm-hmm. to put on down there, they put an eighteen hundred uh, milliamp battery, and were flying. They were flying that thing inside the dome down there, like landing, oh, taking cool. off. And I was like, "Holy moly, that's <clears throat> it! We got to have one." Um, so obviously, uh, the whole high wing thing kind of took off later down the road. And you know, we have the timber and the tundra, and and I, I love what they're doing with that. And now E Flight, you know, brought out the mall, which I think goes more towards the scale aspect Mm -hmm. and people, you know, like the scale stuff. So my question is, 
you know, we were watching some videos and everything. You know, you, you have the Tundra, Scott, yeah. and, we, and we all know how that thing flies. So if you were in the market, say you didn't have anything, uh, you, we've seen the timber fly, which is amazing. But now they bring out this mall that can actually fly on three or four cell, uh, bigger motor, but still has uh, all the stole capabilities. Look where the battery hatches on this. The battery yeah, is on that, the top. That's a seller. Uh, we have our lights yeah. and everything. Yeah. So then my question to you guys is, what now looking at the timber versus the mall, which one do you think you would lean towards now? I'd like to see this fly. Yeah. Because I know the timber is amazing. Yes. I would love to see this fly, and I love the battery pat, battery hatch on mm-hmm. top, mm-hmm. especially if you're going to do the floats. Yeah. I mean, there's no question. And that was like yeah. one of the biggest drawback on the timber was the, the battery hatch yes. down below. Yes. Like yeah. Everybody said that, yep. you know, especially right. on each battery change, everybody said that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of pain in the butt to do it. Yeah, sure. but yeah, I'm very, very intrigued by this. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. <clears throat> We'd almost have to see him fly side by side because just looking at it, obviously this is going like to be faster, little, and yeah. it, it's not yep. obviously you know it doesn't have the slats or anything like yeah. the timber. That yep. the timber is going to be yeah. pure stall capability, yep. and those wing chips are, don't have like the yeah, it doesn't have the vortex reducer yep. thing. Yeah, too. but this plane does have the vortex generator. Yeah. It is scaled. It the, does have those. The, the this plane is a stole plane you know in real life yeah. and obviously that this one's uh just like it let me see if i can pull a few more pictures up yeah here. i was watching the video i mean it looks like you can almost do a little 3d with this thing yeah definitely more power looks good i love the looks of it um and, and i like the fact that it's three or four cell i think right. that's fantastic yep. if you want to go out and just you know put a yep. four cell in there and really get kind of crazy with it or drop a three cell in there now is that landing gear it looks like it's a different is that a different setup than what the the timber, timber has? Yeah. It's I, like it's just like a me, wire. Let me try to pull that back up. Dude, where did I see? I just had it up there. Yeah, let's pull that up and see where did it go. Was it here? Yeah, maybe that was it. Nope. Yeah, it's it. just a wire with plastic cover, so yeah, it might be very that. similar to the timber. Yeah. Well, timber's just, got, uh, timber's spring, got the hinge. Yeah, the hinge is pretty with cool With the on spring, that. yeah, which makes a difference. Uh, okay, so, yeah, this one, this one looks like a solid wire. Right. With with some plastic covers, yeah. That had a rudder on the uh, floats too, right? Uh, yes, it does. In this picture right here, you can see the uh, got a little servo with a rudder on the back going up. What, what the does bottom. the timber have? Does that have any rudder or no? That's a good that, question. I, think I can't they connect up. That's got. I've even flew it on yeah. there, and I can't remember what it what it. Oh no, it's got the um the um. Same setup as uh, uh, the beaver. It's got the line coming back from oh, the, okay. uh, the the tail. tail. Yeah, the yeah, tail. Aligned. Yep, yep, yep. Gotcha. Which I don't really like that setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said it was tough to yeah, it's, install. It is. Well, that know? and just to get it working properly, oh. it, it just doesn't. So I like the um, the servo better. You know, you're mm-hmm. always going to get good throw out of it. Or the setup the way the, the Tundra has. Yeah, or, I like the paddle. I have no issues with that. Right. Man, so looks, man, it looks cool. It does. Man, it looks, uh, looks great. It looks yeah. better. Yep. So no that, doubt. You know that's the big question. Like, yeah. If I was in the market, I didn't mm-hmm. have. You know, I crashed my Tundra. Mm-hmm. Version two is not out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love the lights. Would I get this or the timber? I. This would very very intriguing to me. Like I I might would mm-hmm. go this route if I didn't have anything else. Yeah. 
I'm kind of curious about the durability with the with the clear cockpit. Um, you know that those those A pillars, I guess. I wonder what the kind of you know durability they have in them. I mean, because we man, we saw Mike's timber take a pretty good tumble uh, last last May, and I wonder if something like this would you have more fuselage damage due to the fact that it's plastic versus the foam. You know, that's a good question, but my my Beaver, which is basically kind of the same thing, that thing is a tank. Like, I've crashed it a few times, and I've never had any issues with the wings at all or, or anything like that. I don't, honestly, I don't think it's going to be a problem. And, you know, the more I look at this plane now, the way it looks, especially like this picture right here, put it on the big screen, just, it looks like a real plane. Yeah, it does. You oh, know what does. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's slick yeah. looking. So, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I suspect you guys will get to see that one in person before I do. Price but, is pretty good, too, uh, on it. What is well, the price? It's, yeah, 269 Yeah, I mean, that's comparable with, the, with the, the timber, right? Is it the same size? Yeah. Ooh, let's see. 1.5. <clears throat> that's it's a little smaller than I think. Is it, let's see. Landing there, flying weight. Six, it is big, heavy plane. 66 ounces. Um, 40 amp BSC, 11 by 7 prop, wingspan, fit, nah, maybe it is the same size, 60 inch, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. It is a little heavier, obviously. And we'll take a 2200 to 3200 milliamp 3S or, or 4S. I wonder, do, the, do you have to prop down for a uh, 4S pack? Um, good question. I I don't I think, think so. Usually it would say in the stats or the specs. Yeah. I think it flies off the same prop, I believe. It's a good 11 size. 11 by propeller. 7. 11 by 7 prop. Hmm. Interesting. It comes with the floats, too. I, just cool. Yeah, I know. Hmm. I what would you? I love that they're doing that now. Yes. I do too. Yes. I agree. I'm a small like considering stuff. how expensive the floats used to be. <laughs> this picture in the snow right here, this looks fantastic. Yeah, that looks great. Oh man. And again, that's one reason why I you know, I bought the beaver. It just looks, it looks so cool, yeah. good. In pictures, I couldn't tell you how many when we used to throw you know, a while back put pictures of the beaver like out in the snow or whatever up on Instagram. They're like, Is that a real plane? Yeah. Or you know. <laughs> yep. So Okay, Horizon, you, you heard it. Send us a mall. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Decision has been made. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so there you have it. Well, it is a good-looking airplane. I um, It'll be very interesting to see how they perform and everything. Well, I mean, yep. obviously, it's going to perform nice, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, especially, you know, and, and it's nice to see Horizon sort of starting to push some of the 4S planes. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. That 4S is just that extra little little punch to uh, mm -hmm. be there when you need it kind of thing, you know, or you can fly like a complete maniac and just have that much more fun and giggle. <laughs> and I, I think, Andre, this is their first kind of e-flight um, in their lineup, that, you know, that you can run a 3 or 4 set. Well, besides, I think the F-27, yeah. but that doesn't really count what we're, you know, as far as all their warbirds or their high-wing planes, it's still, they've been stuck on that 3-cell for a long time, mm -hmm. which is which is fine. I don't have a problem with that because I got a ton of 3-cell, and I almost kind of applaud them a little bit that you're still getting the performance and everything out of them on a 3-cell on this, but this is their first one really where you could step it up and run the 4-cell on it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what do you 
what do you guys think about the ultra micro stuff? Um, do you think it's starting to go away a little bit, or is it hanging in there? Or what, what would you guys like to see next, as far as the, you know, again, Horizon's got the ultra micro stuff kind of on wraps. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. they're yeah. the ones we've seen a couple things come out from um, uh, Hobby King, or or again, out of the blue, why? Uh, was it Flyzone just come out with the the DC three yeah. or the C forty seven? Yeah. Which I was like, yeah, where Sky is train. that coming from? Yeah, That's out of the blue, and it's a ready-to-fly right. package only. Right. That yeah, was weird. I love Horizon to have one of those. Which, yeah. Well, like what we talked about earlier, they just might. But Right. Um, well, it's going to be interesting to see uh, after the success with the uh, with the UMX Timber, it's going to be interesting yeah, to see where the next uh, yeah. brushless setup is. And it. Like the UMX Timber is almost borderline not a UMX, you know. When you mm-hmm. sit on the side, like the Sport Cub, and the, you know, it's a different, it's a different plane. I mean, seven hundred right. mil wingspan and stuff, and obviously that F twenty seven is is pretty with with the FPV is pretty sweet. So it's going to be interesting to see what they make next, and it will it be, um, you know, will it be a um, you know brushless versus brushed? I. I you know the brush stuff works. It's the batteries. I think yeah. the, those those little one S batteries. Yeah. I can't fly it in the winter. I can fly my two S <clears throat> UMX no problem in the winter. Yeah. Um, and I've done it recently, even in the crazy wind and stuff. Uh, so it's uh, it, it's it's. I like to see some new warbirds, I guess, or just yeah. something interesting. Um, we never had our chance to try that that Sky Commander, but again, that was a nice little example mm-hmm. as well. Yep, Chloe's got that yeah, one and has you know flown it a little bit. And says it's pretty fast for being an ultra micro. Of course, it is a twin, but she said that little thing will get up and move. Mm-hmm. Now, my my question is, you know, they have the EPS foam, which for the ultra micros they look fantastic. You I mean the detail and everything they get in the little stuff with the EPS is great. But we all know with the EPS foam, man, you crash those things, it just yeah. turns into dust almost. I mean, it just they brought out the F the yeah. new F twenty seven that you know with the FPV and everything, and I had the old F twenty seven. Andre, you have the old F twenty seven ultra micro, and every time yeah. I crashed that thing, ugh, I almost had to right. buy a whole new body oh, for wow. it. It got to the point where it had so much glue on it that it wasn't flying very well. Yeah. It was that bad. But it, when it did fly, it was awesome and fun. So the new F twenty seven, they kind of got smart and they got all the FPV gear. In it. It's actually their Z foam. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is it? possible here down the road with some of these ultra micros that they can try to get more of them in the z foam and make them a little durable remember what matt said it's the decision on what you want as far as um scalability and look right so that's why the umx timber is done in the uh not in the z foam because they wanted to get the scale details and some of the lines and all this stuff but if you've got something that you're fpving well i'm going to want the durability so you go z foam so and i it's going to be really interesting yeah and i think matt did mention as far as uh weight wise you know you you put the ultra micro timber timber in z foam it's going to be so much heavier you're not going to get the flying you know uh slow flight and everything out of it and of course, the detail. So yeah, Andre, that's a good point. Probably depends yeah. on the size. I'd like to see the box to be smaller too. Goodness, yeah, <laughs> it is a big box. You're right there. That is, a, and, uh, and then I ha- I have the floats on it. I never tried it with the skis. I still have the floats on it. And of course, I can't put it in the box when it's on the floats, right? Mm-hmm. So he got he got uh, actually <laughs> the uh, 
the big uh, the big GT whacked it or bumped it in the car, so I got a new oh, scratch. Oh yeah, I'm like yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, that's so. the only downfall with the ultra yeah. micros, really, is the foam. I mean, they got yeah. them to the point where they fly fantastic. You know, the, obviously the brushless motors and the better, better two cell batteries, but it's just that stupid EPS foam. I mean, uh-huh. it's like you said, Andre. Mine get damaged more coming in and out of the house or in yeah. and out of the car <laughs> yep. than they do. Yep. Like even now, yep. I. I it's yeah. got propeller marks yeah. in it from the the 109 <laughs> that's sitting on top of it right now. Yeah, my poor radiant the yeah. tail is all like it's all cramped yeah. up. Yeah, I, I don't know what I did, but probably something sat on it for a few minutes. And next thing you know, so. yeah, and I've just yeah, bumped them sad. like that's just it, yeah. bumped yeah, like yeah. the tail. Yeah, torn the tail. You're yeah. like, oh, you gotta right. be kidding me. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fu- the funny thing was too, we got the uh, the, the new Ultra Micro, the Vapor. You know, the a- Vapor HP. I had it. Yep. Pulled it out of the box, sitting there, and I was—I forget what I was doing. The lid came down oh, and no. hit it, and just <laughs> broke oh, the landing gear. And it was oh, just the Jeez. lid. And I was like, "Oh, oh no. you've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> you know, it's ah. Uh. But there's yeah. still, you know, three, four years ago to have something like these. No, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. man, unbelievable. Now, maybe, maybe they'll come out with more EDFs. I mean, they they had their two jets, the A10 and the the F16. Maybe they'll they'll approach that range as well. But it's uh, I see more warbirds. Maybe they'll just continue with their their existing planes and just bring them up. You know, because they brought out the the F4U right, and they did that. Not the F4U, the the F4F, mm-hmm. uh, and they did that in uh, that was a brushless setup as well. So I think that was their first brushless setup in a long time mm-hmm. uh, when they. When kind of reintroduce that that into the market so maybe they'll update the spitfire the mustang the corsair and so that on. could be yeah i would love to see like a uh a, a umx well they've got the pt-17 so even that you know mm-hmm. get, get get away from the brushless motors there's nothing wrong with the brushless motors either like i said but that's not a plane that you can fly in the winter like as soon as i take off they go into voltage protection yes the battery is just freezing yeah. up right and in in those planes, the one S planes, the batteries are always on the bottom and they're exposed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what about some more like bigger twin warbirds in the mall? You know, they had the Mosquito there for a little while again, yeah. but it had yes, the old right. uh, brush motors. But coming back with some bigger warbirds in in the the two cell. I know. Yeah, a micro four motor brushed oh, yeah. scale detailed B seventeen for Adam. Oh, Bring there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be an epic looking airplane, but it wouldn't have retracts. So, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, we had the conversation those, too with Matt about the retracts, and he's like, yeah, we, you know, we've tried it. And, try, and he, yeah, try, but yeah. it ain't going to happen. But I'm fine with that. You know, just pull the gear off and hand launch a stupid thing. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as down the road, what do you guys, what, what do you think or would like to see? I mean, the the high wing trainer thing's almost kind of played out. Yeah. Now we, now we yeah. got the uh, these little jets coming out. Yeah. I mean, what would you like to see? Would you like to see more belly lander stuff or, or you know, jets? What do you, what do you think? What, what would be ideal for you guys coming down the pike? I mean, I'd like to see some weird stuff. Like, yeah. Like a Valkyrie. Or like a B thirty six, like mm. something just out Weird. there, yep. yeah, just just things that I know exist that never got you know mm-hmm. 
a little more 1950s, 1960s. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Or some of those more F planes, I think. Well, uh, you know? sp- speaking of that, real quick, oh, I can't think off the top of my head. What was the weird plane that was on the board that Adam Drain caught that uh, Horizon flashed that one time? It was, uh, what the heck was it? Really obscure. Do you remember what it was, Andre? Uh, I can't think off the top of I my head. I don't, but Adam Adam is on the chat, so maybe he'll spring up once um, he, once the <laughs> audio catches up with him. And uh, but he yeah. was saying World War One foamies. Um, I yeah. love to see more Bellylanders too. Yeah, World War One, I, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think. wouldn't mind that too. Definitely bring like the globe, the globe like an SE five. Yes, the globe swift. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which at first I hated the thing, mm-hmm. and then Adam gave me some information on it. Yeah. Was and and. You know, showed me more pictures and stuff, and realized that the same guy that made the P forty made the Globe Swift. And if you overlay the two together and look at it, they're very similar mm. in a lot of ways. So that would be something to come out. You know, the, mm. if Horizon goes through right. with that, you know, the Globe Swift would be like people would be like, what? <laughs> you know, and then again, it might be one of them planes until you see it fly yeah. or in person. You know. Mm-hmm. I want to see some commercial airliners. Oh, yeah. that is fantastic. Yeah. There you go. You yeah. don't see that anywhere. I'm, I am so glad that you brought that up yes. because <laughs> I bet it was six months, eight months ago, I was sorting through some old video stuff that I had, and I showed Andre the original jetliner that Horizon had, and I was so on the fence about buying this stupid thing. I wanted it oh, so bad. If no. you got, if you ever seen it, no, I've not. They had a jetliner, yeah, ducted fan jetliner, and yeah. the thing was awesome. And of course, it disappeared or whatever. Yes, bring yeah, something like that I, back. I've seen one a guy had um, the indoor show or something like that. We saw something. Mm, yeah, we didn't see it fly, but ah. Come yeah, on, see that. Yeah. It was so I uh, just seven forty seven seven. Yeah, something. Yeah. That would be amazing. You don't see that anywhere. No. And mm. with today's technology. You can do it. Yeah. The, I mean, you could do the retracts. You can yep. do the, the flat, everything. Yep. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be neat. And and I don't know. My head's going my spinning now that you brought this up. This is great. You know, now, you know, like the Tundra's got the reversing ESCs. You get this nice big, say, 50-inch airliner or whatever, put reversing ESCs in the motors. You oh, land, man, reverse cool. the throttles. That you know, would be cool. Oh, my gosh. That would be just yep. fantastic. Yeah. That'd be cool. Okay. Motion. Yeah, there we go. Air Hobby one. King. Air Force One. Yeah. yeah Air Force go. One. Yeah. Yeah. They could do like a tanker yeah. variant. Oh, keep keep talking. I gotta pull a video. <laughs> a lot of stuff I could do. Yeah. I gotta pull a video up for Scott here real quick and see if I can find it. Um, because you gotta yeah, see I've video. Only, I've only ever seen one, and it, I didn't see it fly. But like that's yeah, that would be something. That is a great idea. Why haven't uh, I don't know. There it is. Let me see. I'll pull a video up for you. Let's see I mean, if I that, can find a better. That thing video. must have sold just like. Not and it, you know this thing is pro- <laughs> this thing is probably ten years old. I'm guessing. Of course, we got a stupid thing here. Let's yeah. skip. now. It's probably because it didn't sell back. That's what back I'm guessing. Then. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Look at that <laughs> thing. I would buy one. The problem is with people get into doing like you know knife edges and stuff. Right. But, yeah. But, no. Acrobatic. But look at that thing. That is awesome. Oh, cool. The video is terrible. Yeah. But it flew. I mean, oh. yeah. Doesn't that look cool? Yeah, he's see, even I got to mix it a little. Let me see if I can find it. Like, let yeah. me try a different video. 
Well, this one here is only Leo's E flight. This one's only three years yeah, ago. That's a four engine. Right? But I'm I'm guessing this thing's probably close to ten, eight, nine, ten years old when they had this thing out. Yeah. There it is. Look at that. Oh, listen to that. That is awesome. Yeah, that sounds cool. Oh, look at that landing gear too. That's yeah. Cool. Now it would be so easy to make that landing gear today retractable. But it look even then, you know. That, yeah. Look at that. That's pretty cool. That is sweet. Now is it is is the issue durability because those well, engines are hanging down below the? I I think this plane back in the day this is an EPS plane. Oh, I'm uh. pretty sure. So it was probably you crash it and it was uh, That's it. bad. But you know, with today with the Z foam or or you know make that in Z foam. Look at that. Yeah, that's like Gosh, a, that's that looks awesome. great. Seven fifty seven with those the, tall landing gear. Yeah, retract electric retracts yeah. on that thing now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's something you're going to want to be able to fly off a runway, not a crash. Yeah, yeah that's true. But well, even if they came out with something that was a. Uh, they put the engines up on the tail. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like a DC 9 or like that. Uh, then make it a belly lander. The or make it a belly lander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you got like that. Some plastic on the bottom, we're good. Or yeah. like that corporate jet, you know, with the two engines up on the tail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like in the back. But, then you can belly land it. Maybe right. that's the you know more of a right. UMX suggestion. But, no, that's but so neat. Look at that in the air, though. That looks cool. I know it sounds cool too. Yeah, but if they if they brought something like that out with reach, I'd buy it. Yeah. I would fly yeah. it off the parking lot. Yeah. No oh, problem. Yeah. I guess the biggest thing would be trying probably to get this kind of the scale flap because this plane yeah. obviously doesn't have flaps or right. anything, and you could see right. it all wiggling yeah. around yeah. in yeah. the air. Oh, that's that's pre AS3X. Oh, right? way oh, before. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, this it, is this thing's so old. I yeah, mean, three X that bad boy. That's yeah, great. yeah. Smooth that out. Looks good in the air. The Look sound is cool. Oh, that just kick it over like the dual EDF sound. Awesome. Good. Get an A ten. Come on. Yeah, A ten. Yeah, but you're right. You yeah. hardly ever see any no. of the. No. Oh man. Now we're now we're dreaming probably. You know, Andre, <laughs> I mean, they, that that they that's actually something I'm surprised maybe Motion RC hasn't jumped on. You know, especially with free uh, free wing and their detail and what they're doing with their planes. Why you know they haven't jumped on something like that? Yes, Adam, it, and I know probably, it's not a B-17. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of those things where it goes in waves, where it's yeah. you know the interest isn't there, and then it, it just has to be there. You know, for them to to, to you know, to make make a sale of it. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people go. Actually, you could have a lot of fun with one. You know, you could probably do like your your commercial airline variant, and then you know yeah. we we you know the Canadian Forces runs the Polaris, yeah. which is oh, just yeah. an Airbus. You know, so you can do yeah. the gray, you know, your gray military's colors and so on. So there there are lots of uh, there are lots of possibilities. Right, right, for sure. Well. Anything else besides that's great. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I've thought about that for a long time. Yeah. You know, I've gone back and looked at all the older That'd stuff. You know, we we talked about the the uh, old E flight um, P thirty eight that they had. Remember, they had one yep. at the show. Yep. That, oh, just some great older planes that have just disappeared. Mm. And, you know, why they never brought that jetliner back? I have no idea. That would be great to bring back in Z foam with retracts. Great, but. Anyway, uh, more belly landers. That's what I say. More belly, <laughs> yeah. Get some more word words out here. Anything else you can think of, Andre? 
Well, obviously, I'm going to be doing a little bit more EDF flying this year, so we'll see. Um, I'm going to wait and see in May because mm-hmm. uh, if there's something I really, really want. I've kind of promised myself this year that I was going to be better <laughs> mm-hmm. and not purchase so many aircrafts. And I want to get them sooner in the year because the problem with getting everything in the fall is like I've got the PT-17, I've got the Mustang, and the, the Mossy, and so on, that I've only flown once. So um, whatever I pick up this year, it's going to be special. So on my personal radar is either going to be something like the Avante or the Flexjet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Have you guys exactly. seen the Flexjet? Mm. I don't think. Uh, by Flex Innovations. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I'll pull a video up here real quick. They got a, a new EDF jet coming out, and the video, the uh, pull it up real quick. Um, the flight characteristics on this thing for an EDF were unbelievable. Pull that up here real quick. Yeah, I was actually. Um, oh, right here, Flexjet by, of course, Seth Arnold is a world-renowned RC pilot, and. Then, really does this thing some justice but we'll pull this up here real quick and let you guys check this out because where do you see uh where do you see it's some the of the slowdown stuff? it's the slow oh, it's flight and a... the recovery that's that's really now yeah. this is not a cheap airplane this is no. over 500 us dollars yeah uh, and it's a 90 mil so it takes some big c high c rated batteries you know uh, yeah. success. oh that's gorgeous um but it looks beautiful I'm. Uh, I, I'll admit, I'm. Oh, wow. I'm in more of a sport uh, flying, you know, kick, and I like aircraft that that have a little bit of color and and zest to them. So mm-hmm. this is why stuff like the Avante or the uh, the uh, this jet looked really good. FMS just put out a Viper, which is in more of a. Um, Oh, what color scheme is that? That's more like the uh, the the Blue Angels kind of scheme to it. But this thing looks great. You know, it's got a bit of F sixteen in it. I think a yeah, interesting look to it. And but I like it in the orange and blue or mm-hmm. orange and white oh, versus wow. the uh, <laughs> you know that thing's great. Look at color it. schemes. And and did you guys notice the short takeoff oh, when yeah. you took off? It took off instantly, right like yeah, three feet, it was up in the air. So it's got a ton of power. And like Andre said, it's a 90 mil jet. <laughs> and just some of the things he does. Where do you see the... Let me speed this up here a little bit and see if we can see some of the, the slow f- flight characteristics. Of course, obviously, he's got this thing just... The rates are just, I mean, ridiculous. I would never fly this thing like that. But look at... In, and, uh, he's inverted slow rock, flight. Yeah, look at this. Well, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> Amazing. And it will do grass just fine too. The yeah. Your deal with the grass and everything really. Wow. So it's uh, it's okay. interesting. It's an interesting approach. Look at this. Uh, Look at this. High alpha converted. Is that insane? insane. <laughs> That's a jet. Look at this. Oh my gosh. How is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. So that is impressive. Yeah, that goes slow. That's pretty cool. Now, obviously, yeah. it's pretty windy, and he was coming into the wind. Sure. I mean, I get it, but still, for a jet to be able to do that. Now, look at this. Slow flight. <laughs> look at that. And there's no... I, I don't know if this has flaps. I think it does. I could be wrong. But even, you know, with no <laughs> wow. flaps going no, that slow, it is just crazy. 
And here's the thing, you know, he he flew five minutes on on one battery, and he's not flying it really that easy. Look at knife edge. And it does have some sort of like stability, kind of like AS3X yeah. in it, so it's very stable. I gotta say, with that wind gusting, not seeing it. What a slow rolls! Oh my gosh! Again, that's a lot of pilot, you know, doing this, but just showing the capability of what this thing will do. Yeah, look at that. So it's uh, it's it's definitely interesting. I mean, it is a pricey airplane. Oh yeah. Um, let's let's not kid ourselves. Five hundred plus U.S. dollars, but you know, that's that's Flex Innovation is a smaller operation, mm -hmm. uh, and obviously they're doing their own R and D and their own development right. and everything. So you know, it's uh. If, if, you know, Horizon came out with something like this, would it be in the same price point? I don't know. It might yeah. be a little cheaper. But, you know, 90 mil, uh, you look at some of the stuff that Motion RC, and that's the, the price is in the right range for, mm -hmm. for, for a 90 mil aircraft. But, you know, look at them tumbling through the air just, just fine. Yeah. And, and honestly, for me, 90 is a little bit big. I, I'm, I would like to see something <laughs> like this in a, uh, not 64, but like a, a 70. 80, 80, 80. 80 is like that sweet spot. Yeah, that's. A, I I think you know they want. I think why they want with this one with the ninety is so when they spool up, the mm -hmm. power, the, the thrust is there. Right I agree. Away kind of thing. So when you slow down, you can peak up pretty yeah. quick. Um, but it looks like the airfoil has just been absolutely optimized for everything. Yeah. Now what? Watch him come in for this. Look at this. Oh my god. Look at that. That uh, is amazing. I love it. It's a nice looking jet That's too. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. The gear looks like it's all metal. Yeah, that that thing. I, I'm drooling over that thing. That is crazy. So yeah, Andre, it'd be uh, you gotta keep your eye on that one. That one's interesting. Yeah. About the only thing I could see. Look at that. He's just like. Bearing it in. The only thing I could see at an issue is probably those lower, um, those lower, lower vertical planes on landing. Mm -hmm. might, they might get scrubbed up a bit, but yeah, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> but I've watched it take off and land in grass and everything with zero issues. So who knows? Yeah. Hey, when are you going to think you're going to get your jet up? Because I'm definitely interested to see how that's going to go. Well, I, I have a small. You saw my last video from Friday. Whenever I get my landing strip back, you know, yeah, so it's I guess. probably going to be honestly. It's and see, it's funny because I'm waiting till about mid-May before I make a, a go no. Go. Well, I mean, if the stuff is in stock, I'm going to have it shipped to you, and then I'll pick it up when I'm down there. Mm -hmm. But it, I I probably will only have like a couple flights under my belt with the Hawk because the the fields are just going to be saturated until at least May. You know, mm -hmm. we'll lose the snow come April, but then we're, we're dealing with mud. Everything. Yes. So, yep. Who knows? And I'm I'm not doing the whole you know parking lot runway thing. It's just too many poles to dance with. Yeah, that's our big problem here. Yeah. We don't have a good paved like no. runway. We're full no. of curbs and light poles, and like no. if you don't get it right, just yeah. right, yeah. it's ugly. So we got to yeah. work on that. We got to find us a good good runway so we can you know get some of these jets and get them going. But all right, folks, I think that's about it for us. Uh, again, yep. three podcasts in a row. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Next weekend for us here in the States is Easter. So we're definitely going to take at least a week off, and uh, we'll see what's uh, going on in the RC industry, and we'll probably be back after that. Um, we're talking about getting the RC sailors back on after for the next podcast, get a little information 
uh, from them. Also, it should be, I'm thinking off the top of my head, calendar-wise, that would be right after the Toledo show, too. Um, the so, yeah. Uh, we should have some good information on what we've seen up there. Uh, so it should be a good show after that. But real quick, let's uh, got to throw in our plugs for our sponsors here real quick, and we'll get out of here. Again, if you guys haven't checked them out, please go check out GetFPV.com for all your FPV uh, drone needs. They are fantastic. They're really helping us out, and they're keeping the show going. And if you go on their website and spend over 120 bucks, use the code AFTERHOURS2018, and you get 10% off. 10% might not seem like a lot, but when you spend over $120, 10% can make a difference. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, when you go out and you buy a drone or drone parts, usually shipped from overseas, takes weeks to get delivered, sometimes missing because the battery gets holed up in customs. I've had that happen to me. If you're buying a gift or simply want to use a drone, drone parts for a special occasion, you will likely be disappointed because your stuff is sitting waiting to get released out of customs. Go to getfpv.com. They will ship it out same day. They have their drone accessories directly from their warehouse in the United States same day. Our knowledge and support staff is there to reach within email, Facebook, or even over video conference, FaceTime to help you out. They are your number one shop, everything drone and FPV. Try their same day shipping services. Also, a lot of people don't know when you buy a consumer or uh, commercial drone or drone stuff, Anything drone-related online, it's usually manufactured by some unknown factory overseas who likely infringe on popular high-value U.S. design products without knowing the engineering specification that matters most to a drone's flying time, aerial dynamic flows, and a lot of other key engineering design factors. If you are a drone OEM, hobbyist, drone racer, enthusiast, beginner, and love flying drones or first-person view but not sure who to trust, go to getfpv.com and also check out their Lumineer branded drones for both consumer and commercial drone gears all designed in the u.s manufactured in their own facilities overseas to exact specifications and standard go check them out getfpv.com and again real quick if you're new into anything drone related or fpv and you're not sure you're confused about things or what to do go check out getfpv.com slash learn and it will give you anything and everything all the information you need uh, to get you going and help you out. So get fpv.com. We thank everybody down there. They're really helping us out. Uh, Sean, Mike, Jeff, and Roy helping us out with the podcast and keeping things going. So I think that's going to be it for us. Uh, thanks for all our Patreon people helping us out, keeping the show going. Again, we have our poll up there. Go check it out if you're helping us with Patreon. Um, and we'll see what we're going to get in next to review. Um, anything you want to add, Andre? Anything? Anything? Not at all. Uh, oh, go check out our coming, shop. Folks. Yeah, if you haven't got a t-shirt, I think I'll have to see if I can post it. I think they have free shipping coming up. I'll try to get you guys a code. Go check out. Um, I forget the website. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash RC After Hours. Go get yourself an RC After Hours shirt. Um, and I think that's about it. So I guess we'll get out of here. It is a pretty nice day. Maybe we'll. Hey, Mike, we're going to go fly the F one hundred five, buddy. We're going to go check it out. <laughs> Do it. Bring a camera. <laughs> <laughs> so other than that, we're out of here. We'll talk to you guys soon in a couple weeks. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.
ding. Right. Save that show. Stop. Save file. Woo. All right. Stop recording.